I'm Andrew Vandellis. And I'm Brad Clear. And this is a joint after the final whistle and the game review of WrestleMania 34. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> All right, we are recording this literally minutes after the show. Seconds. Um, Seconds, yeah, <laughs> has gone off the air. Um, so we're just gonna go starting from the first pre-show match, the Andre Battle Royal, all the way down to the main event. We'll just kind of give our review of the show, you know, best match, whatever, and yeah. stuff like that. No deep analysis, like you know, deep wrestling. Yeah, these these are just our initial thoughts on the show. And yes, I'm sure on both raw, of our our raw reactions. Both on both both of our shows, will elaborate on that. So Brad, we're gonna go straight into the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Matt Hardy won. I I really like this. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Okay, so I really liked, obviously, the, the, all right, the best moment here was Bray Wyatt coming in and helping Matt Hardy after being deleted by Matt Hardy and then posing with him after. You know, the rest of the match was fine. It was just your basic battle royal. But um, Bray coming in, helping Matt win, posing with Matt at the end was super, super cool. It was my yeah. favorite moment of the whole pre Yeah, you had, a, you had a couple fun spots in there with like Heath Slater and all that. The usual battle royal shenanigans, but um, I came, it came down to Kane, Baron, Corbin, and... No, it was, it was Mojo, Raleigh, Mojo, Barrett. yeah. Mojo and Corbin. Mojo, Baron, and Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mojo, was a, Mojo and Corbin were going to throw Matt out together, and that's when Bray's sound went off and he showed up. You're like, Dah! and then you show up, and Bray sacrificed himself in a way because he got he got um the end of days and then Matt ended up winning because of that. I think it's great. I think it's exactly how I wanted Bray and Matt to start their wonderful twisted little tag team. I'm just I just looking I just love that Matt won. I, know, I love it getting too. the whole crowd to delete after Procure. Matt gets a after Matt gets a WrestleMania <laughs> win. Super awesome. So Ab- for me, absolutely love Matt Hardy winning. Absolutely. So we'll go to the cruiserweight championship now. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali. What do you think, Brad? So um, uh, I've been someone who watches ever since the first week of the tournament started. Has watched 205 live week in and week out, and it's a fantastic show. I love it. There's great in ring action. So this was the finals of the big time tournament, which I was really really into. And it was a good match. I will not say it was not. It was a good match. It was solid. But I was expecting a little bit more, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't really, like, they didn't leave it all out, but uh, understandably so, like, you don't always have to. I really liked the presentation of it at all. It made it feel like a big deal. You saw you saw the commentator saying, like, oh, the heart and soul of 205 Live, Drake Maverick out there presenting the title. I think overall— I, But I've, I've seen Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali both do better than they did today yeah. on 205 Live. Yeah, but, but you look at where 205 Live was Mania 33, and you look at it now, and— while they both were on the pre-show, I think just the presentation of it all, no matter what, there's Cedric nothing, Alexander's going to be a great champion. I 100% agree. And there's nothing wrong with being on the pre-show. Being on the no, pre-show nothing at all. is viewed by the same or more amount of people because it's still on the network. It's on USA Network. You get exposure. Got, yes, and they got a plenty of time. And Cedric Alexander is going to be a fantastic champion. Buddy Murphy has won um, a match last week against Kalisto. In the One match, of the best oh, matches. And a week before, the week before that, he won a Fatal 4-Way match. So presumably, if it's Cedric Alexander and, and Buddy... Then- than Buddy Murphy um, as your feud for the title coming out of WrestleMania. That would be really fun. But going back, just focusing specifically yeah. on WrestleMania, which is what we're doing, um, I liked Ali's entrance at the Mortal Kombat mask. It was and really cool. And Cedric thing. Alexander had the Black Panther yeah. Black Panther attire, and it, it was just really cool. And, and it not, was their first... Yeah. 
uh, their first WrestleMania for both of them. So, again, like, awesome. it's fantastic. It was great. So we're moving on to the Women's Battle Royal, the last one on the pre-show. And Naomi won after beating Bailey, who thought she won after beating Sasha Banks. So I had thought coming into it that Sasha and Bailey would be the last two. And I had seen, like, when Becky Lynch got eliminated, like, midway through the match, I saw Naomi kind of, like, chilling on the floor. Um, and I didn't remember her being eliminated. So when Sasha yeah, and Bailey asked. were in there as like the last two or whatever, you know, I still in my head, oh, Naomi's not out yet. But either way, you know, Bailey getting the big moment, tossing out Sasha Banks, which is what I thought was going to happen, you know, on Raw. We'll see what ends up happening between the two of them. Obviously, there's more developments to come. Um, but I really enjoyed it. You know, I liked the um, the NXT women that were put in there. Kavita Devi, Peyton Royce, Dakota Kai, Kyrie Sane, Bianca Belair. Um, they all were great. Um, I liked when Bianca Belair got to hit the 450. Kyrie Sane hit she her elbow drop. She people with their hair, which was really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, and, like, again, that's just really cool that the NXT women get the spotlight. Um, you know, I think Peyton Royce, you know, we could see her potentially well, tomorrow night or on Tuesday night. But, again, yeah, who knows? it was a very fun battle royal. It was a good first battle royal for this annual tradition that it'll become. And Naomi's a great winner. I'm totally fine with it. Definitely. Now we're going to move on to the uh, opening match of the main card. We had Seth Rollins defeated The Miz and Finn Balor. And, Brad, I think this was one of, if not my favorite cards on the match. It was it was so jam-packed, electric. You saw the double finishers. You saw Finn hit the coup de gras on Miz and Rollins. And then after that that oh he hit it, he hit it on Miz and then Rollins comes in and curb stomps Balor onto Miz which that was, was just awesome that was I my favorite it. part of the match um the Seth Rollins Ice King Game of Thrones entrance was yeah, also again, awesome again the first match yeah exactly he came out he had the fire on the burn it down part he looked like a badass and then Miz had the um the, like the graphics with his accomplishments and Balor and had the had the uh, everyone the Balor Club for everyone yeah. LGBTQ awesome. entrance which is cool um again for me I didn't have one match that particularly was my favorite or, or that I thought was the best on the show it was more like a group of three yeah this one was in there it was a great match between three competitors we knew it was going to be a great match coming in, and it delivered. I loved when, um, as you said, when Rollins curb stomped Balor onto Miz. It was Miz, so beautiful to watch. Miz hit the skull-crushing finale on Rollins off the top rope. Again, just a great match between three top-notch competitors and Seth Very Rollins. Jam-packed. Seth Rollins, now a Grand Slam champion. Um, I really like those contacts he had in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, the blue one to match, entrance. and it, it was it was a great match, and definitely set the tone for what Mania would be, I think. And we'll, we'll get more into that and the theme that like I personally noticed. And now we're going to move on to Charlotte Flair and Asuka, and the streak is no more. This was one of the most surprising results of the night, which we'll get more into later as well, but... I did not expect Charlotte to lose. I maybe expected if she did retain for Carmella to come out, which we didn't see, but that's fine. Asuka and Charlotte had a great match for what it was. Very emotional, very, very awesome. Asuka, after the match, said Charlotte was ready for Asuka. And while Asuka's great, this really proves that Charlotte is the queen. I thought... I honestly think this is tied for me as the best match in the entire show. First off, yeah. we talk about WrestleMania and the grandeur, the big-time entrances. Charlotte coming out with basically her own version of Triple H's WrestleMania 30 entrance as the queen with Ric Flair's music playing, awesome. covered in gold with the fireworks. My God, she came off as the biggest star in the world. Which I, she is. Yes. I was. It was a great match. They hit the uh, Spanish fly off the top rope Spanish at one point. Spanish fly is one of my favorite moves. <laughs> um, and... Again, I was shocked that, again, coming into WrestleMania, one of the matches I thought that was for sure was going to be a result was that Asuka was going to win the title off of Charlotte. Keep but the streak going, yeah. The streak is over, which I am totally fine with because I thought it kind of hampers what you can do, but that's besides the point. Yeah. It's focusing specifically on the match. Stunned that Charlotte won, but it's... I, I, again, this coming into it, you could have said that this was the most important women's match in history. Which you could, yeah. The t- pretty much coming into it. You can still two, say that. Two of the top three women in the entire company because, you know, technically Alexa's number two, she was yep. champion. But... 
they laid it all in line. They beat the crap out of each other. And Charlotte is the true queen. She had that um, the figure eight locked in with one arm. Her other arm was bleeding. So you got sort of the sort of long, strenuous the struggle that it was. very dramatic fish. Yes. And the fact that Charlotte tapped around and Oscar endorsed that, her afterwards. I'm stu- I was stunned by it. I was like, I jumped out of my chair like, whoa, whoa. But you you were like, wait, it, that's it? And, and, I was and that's surprised. not a bad thing sometimes. That's just the suspense to it all, which adds to it. I but, was, I was, yeah. It was a fantastic match, but I was stunned at the result. Overall, great, I think. And now we're going to move to the one that <laughs> got, yeah. got us the biggest reaction, shockingly. I'm wearing my Rusev Day shirt. I wore it. I, I mean, we can, we can say, and I will say, like, I thought it was going to be Jinder or Rusev. 65-35 Jinder. I love Rusev. He's my bae, my spirit animal. But Jinder Mahal ended up beating Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Rusev without the help of Sunil Singh, actually. All right, coming into this match, I thought Jinder was going to win. Jinder does not lose. Legit, I point to the last time the he lost. Guy. No, legit. No, I'm serious. Point to the last time he lost clean on SmackDown. Mm-mm. It's It's been at AJ least. AJ Styles. That's it. No, and, and maybe after that one. No, because that lost, wasn't even clean. No, but though, he, yeah. yeah, he lost to um, he lost to Bobby Roode in January. That's it. The point is, Jinder Mahal is a big time star who they're committed to. He delivers. He's a big time star. He was great in this match. Roos, every guy was great in this match. Oh yeah. It was nice to, for Rusev Day to get that big moment in a main card WrestleMania match. Bobby Roode and Randy Orton, of course, were fantastic. When Jinder Mahal won, which I expected, um, I jumped out of my chair cheering. At I was I was sulking because he pinned Rusev. And yeah. I think what's the most impressive about this is that Aiden English in between the Andre Memorial Battle <laughs> yes. Royal and this match managed to shave his head completely bald and look like a theatrical Cesaro. But I loved it. It was a great That's match. Right. And Jinder is U.S. champion. Jinder is the it, U.S. champion. Honestly. And again, if we're talking about making Jinder this big star coming out of India, giving him the big WrestleMania moment in Definitely his first is. ever WrestleMania main, uh, main, main show match. Super awesome. I'm super happy for Jinder. And I think excited. he is going to be an awesome, awesome United States champion. Absolutely. And we'll move to also one of my top matches of the night, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I think Ronda broke her freaking arm, man. Like I said earlier, earlier, there were three matches that stood out as the top match on the show for me. This was the third, obviously, alongside of the Intercontinental Triple Threat and Charlotte and Asuka. Ronda was fantastic. She was fast. She was vicious. She looked like a natural in there. Um, Triple H, her square off with Triple H was fantastic. I thought she was going to kill him. I did. Yeah, and Stephanie McMahon was great. This match was so much better than it had any business being. It it outlived its expectations and then some. I really liked it where it looked like Triple H was going to straight up pedigree her and then Ronda countered it into like a hurricanrana kind of arm bar thing and it was just it was awesome and Angle Angle did a great job as well especially like taking on Triple H kind of just being like Ronda's enforcer which was kind of like what they were building up in general and I thought it was just it was captivating I, I loved it was the, great I loved the build up to her because um, you know when she first got the first tag she came in like you know, a house on fire, destroying Stephanie, but they built up to her um, breaking Stephanie her. ended up slowing her down yeah, a little and they bit. Ended up, they built up to her breaking her arm. But again, Ronda was the star of this match, and she more than held her own. She, I think she was better than a Everybody lot of people it. thought she would have been. She's better than I thought she would have been. And, you know, coming out of this, you know, the sky's the limit for Ronda Rousey. I really WWE. liked at the end where Stephanie was like, no, please, dear God, no. And, and Ronda <laughs> just looked her in the eyes for a split second, like, cocked her head back and just wrenched it. I, it I liked awesome how they made Ronda such a badass that, like, it was totally okay that Triple H was able to, like, drag her out of the ring onto Straight the floor. Straight onto, onto her face as well. But um, Ronda's going to be a star. This is no doubt. You about know, it. honestly, seeing the results of these two matches, you know, 
Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, WrestleMania 35. You said you think Ronda Rousey Could be a main event. is going to main event WrestleMania 35. We shall see. But Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte is a match that I want to see. Absolutely. And we're going to move on to what I call the second act of the show. Uh, the yeah. show had three acts, and we'll talk about it at the end, how we thought about the show as a whole. But the Bludgeon Brothers uh, defeated the Usos and the New Day, and they just murdered before them, we get as in, expected. Before we get into the match, the New Day literally came out with midgets throwing pancakes. M- midgets clad in pancake costumes throwing pancakes into the crowd. That's amazing. And literally midgets oh in pancake God. costumes throwing pancakes into the crowd for the New Day wearing only purple, yellow, and green. Oh, only New Day. Only the New Day. <laughs> um, as you said, the Bludgeon Brothers getting the titles in a, basically a squash. The Bludgeon Brothers are awesome. Total badasses. Um, and again, they destroyed the Usos in the New Day. And I enjoyed every second also, of it. Also, props to the Usos for being awesome tag team champions as well. Let, for sure. I mean, they basically, you know, they lost it a couple times to the New Day, but they've basically been champions for 10, 11 months at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to move on over into this this segment, I guess, into a match. And throughout earlier in the show, uh, we saw John Cena pop up as a fan. He was drinking beer. He was having a good time. He We got his reactions on, like, the cruiserweight. Uh, he match. was there for the pre-show and like yeah, the first two matches. Absolutely, and then we get a thing right after Charlotte and Asuka. We see a referee run down. We're like, "What the hell is Carmella cashing in or something?" He hops over the barricade, goes to John Cena, whispers something in his ear, and we just see John Cena beeline it to the back. So a couple matches later, John Cena comes out in his attire, ready for a match. Another ref runs down, and he and basically kind of said like, "Yo, it's not Undertaker." Out comes the no, ring no, 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 but the best part about that was he walked away, and then the lights went out, so you think, oh, here comes the yeah, Undertaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Elias' guitar hits, and you're like, oh, my God, Elias. Uh, no. Like, I hate you, Elias. And, you, and you said it was the one time you didn't want to see Elias. I love Elias, but, man, I have been anticipating the Undertaker for so long. But then John Cena dispatches of him. John Cena walks up the ramp all disappointed. Lights go out. Dong. We get the, um, the, the Undertaker's hat. It, no, before that, we get the Undertaker's hat and his jacket, and he left in the ring at WrestleMania last year with a spotlight on it. Then lightning hits it, lights go out, come back on, gone. they're gone. Then we get the gong in the entrance. And I literally Undertaker, got goosebumps from my head down to my toes. You were standing on your chair when Undertaker came out, and that leads us to the match. Everyone's like, oh my god, this has been like years in the making, which it has, and... Wow, I did not see this coming, and I loved every second of it. All, if, I, if I had to, yeah. all two minutes and 45 seconds of The Undertaker just dismantling John Cena. John Cena got one move off, and it was the power, the, the whatever, the little power slam spin out thing that he did. And my favorite part of this match was he goes for the five knuckle shuffle, yeah. has it set mm-hmm. up, yep. runs mm-hmm. to the rope, Undertaker sits up, and S- Cena falls flat on his ass. No idea what to do. And we want to talk about The Undertaker here. 52-year-old Undertaker who last year, you know, he looked defeated. He looked done. We thought he had retired. Had a broken hip. He comes back with a new hip. He's got his <laughs> hair long and dyed. He's got his goatee. He literally looks like 2007 we Undertaker saying, it, it was a in his prime. Past. He's hit, He did the, um, what's the what's the move on the ropes? Old I was school. Gonna, he, he did, did the old school. old school with no issue. He did not do it last year. Mm-hmm. He looked like an absolute He beast. hadn't done that since... For a few Punk. years. No, he did it after that. Yeah, may- maybe Bray Wyatt as well. The point is, yeah. he looked like an wow. absolute beast. Destroyed John Cena in 2 minutes and 45 seconds. The Undertaker defines WrestleMania. He is WrestleMania. And after seeing this, 
He is going to be competing at WrestleMania next year, potentially the year after that. He is not done by any word of, by any means at One all. One thing I'll say is that John Cena got his WrestleMania moment. And moving on to WrestleMania moments and a WrestleMania return, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That that reaction for Daniel Bryan was electric. He comes down and they're waiting. You hear Kevin, Kevin and Sami's music hit and they pop out from behind him, hit him. They beat up Daniel Bryan. Powerbomb on the apron, Shane McMahon fighting off his diverticulitis or whatever, his diseases, <laughs> and he, he, he gets beaten up for a while. Daniel Bryan makes the hot tag comeback, beats the crap out of Sami Zayn, hits him with the knee, locks him in the, the yes lock, Zayn taps, and I just think this was awesome as well. Seeing Daniel Bryan back in the ring at WrestleMania in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome where he won the title four years ago seeing the whole crowd yes along with him seeing him make his entrance in his gear for the first time um, since 2015 seeing him hit the running knee hit or put the yes lock on Sami Zayn again to do tap out do the kicks out. and he did the thing where he went up to the turnbuckle dodged Zayn and did the backflip he does the backflip over crap. him yes it was everything you would normally expect from Daniel Bryan he was fast he was on point he did not miss a beat um, it looked like he had not missed a beat it looked like he had not been off for the last basically three years. Daniel Bryan is the man. He's awesome. He is the most feel-good, happy, you know, baby face there is. He tugs is. at your heartstrings. Yes, and sure. it, it was a beautiful thing to see him come back and the whole crowd cheer along with him. I was smiling the entire time. Oh my god! It was a very good match. I don't even care, you know, about the actual match itself. The I was just happy that, to see Daniel Bryan back. The one thing that back. got me with Daniel Bryan, we both looked at each other like, oh crap, is he hurt again? He did the um, I he think did he did he a, did the kicks and he landed on his head or something. No, he did no, he did um, he did a missile drop kick off the top rope and he acted like he had hurt his head, but then he was just he, pl- he, was just, he kipped up like Shawn Michaels, and that was just a nice little touch that I loved to see in the match. It's good to see Daniel Bryan compete. Yeah, again, I don't care about the intricacies of the match uh-uh. at all. I just was, was happy to see... a nice little see... detail as well. Sure, though. but like, I don't care about that. But I Daniel just wanna... Bryan's back yeah. at freaking WrestleMania. Exactly. Dude. All I cared about, I don't care about the intricacies of the match, I don't care about whatever, yep. just seeing Daniel Bryan back in the ring at WrestleMania doing what he loves to do, that's all I cared about and it was great to see. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss and Brad, take it away. Alright, okay. Um, Nia Jax is awesome. Alexa Bliss is awesome. Um, I think this match was a little long, but I really... All in- 10 minutes of it. No, but like, you know, like when Alexa was like putting the moves on Nia and whatnot, yeah. she was down. It's like, all right, come I on. that comeback. But, but it was an awesome match. Nia getting her big moment as, um, you know, now she is the Raw Women's Champion. Which is awesome. It is awesome. Nia is great. And as the sort of be comfortable in your own skin babyface... I loved it. It was a cool moment for her. The crowd was super into it. I loved Alexa Bliss's entrance where she literally descended from up above like the goddess that she oh is. Oh, my gosh. Great all-around match. Um, you know, probably to that point was the least exciting match. But, again, very good match. Loved Alexa Bliss's entrance. Loved seeing Nia get the win. No complaints for me. Very much it enjoyed was, it. It was awesome. And she's not like most girls. And now she is the Raw Women's Champion. The irresistible force. Exactly. Now we move to the uh, main event for SmackDown. The WWE title match. AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. I, and and yeah. this this match... Okay. I... Yeah. I was very disappointed in this match. I, I, I agree. Know, like, look, they're both fantastic, but coming into this match, or the show, we both expected this to be the, dream the, match. the best match. It was slow, it never got off the ground, and I never really got into it, and neither did a lot of other people. Um, I know that they're capable of more, we've seen them do more, so it was just disappointing. You know, like, it was just not nearly as good as it could have been. And I was just left saying, like, 
you know, I was why? left one, like I was left wondering why it was like that. Why it never kicked into a higher gear? Why was there not more? Um, but let's talk. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about what happened after. So after the match ends, uh, AJ Styles won with the Styles Clash, and um, basically Style and Styles and Nakamura embrace in the ring. Shinsuke grabs the title, hands it to AJ. Yeah, and he like they he like knelt he like knelt down to, to give to it give to him. him. Yeah. So basically, he's hugging him from the kneeling position, and Nakamura just. Hit Styles right in the dick, and Styles is writhing in pain, and Nakamura's got this little grin on his face. He, just, he was just like this, you know. He 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 just looked mad. He just looked he was like pissed. a. He was pissed. He was doing. He was kicking him in the face. He kicked him out of the ring. He hit the Kinshasa on the floor. Um, this was really cool. It was kind of what I thought Oscar was gonna do to was Charlotte. Expected though. Yeah, but here, here, listen, listen. I thought this is what Oscar was gonna do to Charlotte when they had their little like you know emotional talk segment after their match, but. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised by this. You know, I you know, I'm happy that Styles won. I think he was the right man to win. I, I expected so. Nakamura to win, but Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, he had his great, amazing entrance um, with the Alice Cooper guitarist and everything. He is the Which rock is awesome. star. Everyone loves him. Him being a heel, I just I don't know. I see it as kind of we, we, weird. We kind of have to see it though. We have to what, see what, it. What I, what I, I like that he did was that he kind of like taunted himself in a way. Like he did what his little mean? hand gesture thing, and he like was like charismatic and like ah come on like. But I, I but, just but he did it like sarcastically, so that's interesting to me. I just don't see people wanting to boo him, and I don't see... Especially him. with the theme music. No. Yeah, like, that's his whole thing, is you want to sing along, and he's the rock star, and I don't see it's him... It's the same thing with Bobby Roode as well. Yeah, and I just don't see him being, like, that compelling as a heel compared to him being, like, this rock star babyface, but specifically, the match... I just don't understand why it was it was it was an enormous letdown. A it, lot a lot of this a lot of this uh third act or whatever starting with Styles into the main event was kind of less of a a, a match kind of attraction more like a an more, ending or an outcome. It was more ending attraction. outcome or moment than the match. Exactly. I agree because we'll get into it later but the two, you know, title matches, the big time uh world title matches mm-hmm. both failed by a big margin they to deliver. Yes, 100%. Definitely. So Nakamura is now heel. Styles still champion. Probably not going to move to Raw, which is great in my opinion. Nakamura moving to Raw, yeah. Give me Nakamura versus Roman Reigns. And now we can get AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. So Braun Strowman and oh my God, Nicholas. No hate on Nicholas. Nicholas is the man. I loved it. I loved every second. Defeated Cesaro and Sheamus the Bar, and Braun Strowman basically comes out after the Bar had this elaborate entrance on a float on the main stage. Braun comes out. Pushes the fucking thing over. He off pushed the it ramp, off the stage, yeah. Which is nuts. And goes down there and says, My tag team partner, I bet you all know want, want to know who it is. It's not anyone in the back. It's not anyone in the locker room. It's one of you. And starts pointing to random people in the crowd, walks through the crowd, and finds this little kid, little 10 year old kid named Nicholas. All right. Braun Strowman is the man. He, oh, he, went, he went out there. The point is, he doesn't need a partner. Uh-huh. He goes out there and he dominates Cesaro and Sheamus. He doesn't need a tag team partner. Nicholas is just there. But, you know, Braun, Braun's like the modern-day Hulk Hogan. He oh, goes he out there. The people love him. He's going through the crowd looking for fans. But going on the specific match, again, I loved when he pushed um, the Mardi Gras float off of the stage. I loved when he tagged Nicholas in and the crowd just went nuts for him. And, like and then Cesaro, seven. like, looked at Nicholas. And Nicholas was, like, ah! was like, Nicholas like, no, I'm Get out of here. Get me out of here. But um, seeing him walk away with, you know, his arm around Nicholas and they're holding the titles was hilarious. <laughs> Nicholas can barely hold, barely hold up the title, let alone get out of the ring. It was awesome to see, like, that kid will never forget that moment in his life. He gets to hold the tag team titles. And, and the point is... 
Braun Strowman is the tag team he's the, champion. And he's the people's champion as well. Yes. So we'll move on to the main event of WrestleMania 34. Brock Lesnar, and you are hearing me correctly. This is not cut up. This is not automated or anything. Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring after five F5s. One of which was through the announce table. Cutting Roman Reigns with a stiff elbow to the head, making him bleed. Full-on crimson mask. Picks the, him up again. After Roman Reigns hits two spears, he goes for a third. I think he hit a third. Oh, he went for the he third. He went for the third, yeah. and Brock picked him up, F5'd him, middle of the ring, clean, one, two, three. And this was another thing, Like, and I put this on the crowd as well, because the wrestlers can only do so much. You had the storyline building for the better part of three years with the whole Undertaker, 23-2. and two. You had the year-long title reign by Brock and continuing with him, none of his opponents being able to kick out of an F5 as well. And... It was it was shocking to say the least, and the fans they were playing with beach balls. They were doing the wave. They yeah, went into it. They chanted, "This is awful," but like that's like being on your phone for fifteen minutes, looking up, seeing the end, and me like, "Well, that sucked." You like, know. Here's my thing: regardless of how you view the match or not, playing with a beach ball or not paying attention to the main event of WrestleMania is incredibly disrespectful. It's a However, in the face. now let's go back to the match. When they wrestled at WrestleMania 31, there was. Less emphasis, and it was before Brock Lesnar specifically, you know, um, embraced the Suplex City sort of thing. Absolutely. Right? Turned it and into a t-shirt and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that match was sort of a lot of just, you know, beating the crap out of him, beating the crap out of him, crazy stuff, whatnot. This was sort of, you know, lots of suplexes. They went out to the ring. They went out of the ring, yet fired him through the table, and, he, and Roman speared him onto a table. But again, it was a little slower, so the crowd, which did not want to get into it in the first place, didn't really have the reason to do so. It wasn't the like all-out, non-stop sprint slobber knocker that it was at WrestleMania 31, or like Goldberg and Brock was last year WrestleMania 33. And I think a lot of people had thought, including us, for the longest time, That's, as absolutely. deservedly so, because he is the best all-around guy in the entire company, that Roman Reigns would become Universal Champion when Brock won absolutely stunned we were we were just sat there with their jaws wide open and paul paul Heyman, he said on raw and he's done this twice and this time i, I doubted him he said this is not a prediction this is a spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. brock lesnar is going to win cut roman reigns open roman reigns we saw after the wrestlemania video package walked up looked defeated looked kind of very sad and and sullen and very sulky i thought roman was gonna win i, I thought I wanted yeah. roman to win I agree. And, and i mean this from the bottom of my, my heart not just because i want a full-time champion on raw or whatever or i think that brock is lazy i wanted roman to win because th th this was roman's moment and, and, yeah. and you could say that 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 mania 32 wasn't his moment or the crowd wasn't behind him at the right time Mania 34 was Roman's moment, whether you like it or not. The last year of Roman's career, Roman Reigns has a good match with everyone. Everyone. He is the top guy in the entire company. He is a workhorse. He should be the Universal Champion, and we all thought it was going to be. Now, however, by losing to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, how can he have a rematch and you, beat him? You know what I'm saying? How do you build that back? And you can't. But the second thing is... Brock Lesnar is not going to continue to be the Universal Champion. Absolutely not. He is going to lose that title, I think, tomorrow night. To who? Or I tonight, have no idea. on when this airs. But yeah, on Raw. Oh, okay. Technically, it is Monday. So yes, yes tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is whoever he loses it to, you know, it can't be Roman Reigns because Roman be? Reigns lost to him. Roman Reigns should have won. Roman Reigns should be the Universal Champion. So this is just weird to me. You had an Who is it going to be? Yeah. You know... Bobby Lashley's been Could rumored be. to come back and face off with Brock Lesnar, but 
you know, okay, Samoa maybe it'd be Joe, him, maybe it'd be Samoa know. Joe returning. But the point is, Roman Reigns should be the champion. If Roman Reigns was not going to win, then that's a waste Nobody of the spot. Nobody knew it was going to happen either. Like, like you look at the quote-unquote journalists of wrestling, like Brian Alvarez or Meltzer. I can guarantee yeah. you they thought that Roman was going to win. Everyone thought Roman was going to win. He should have won. And he should have. But this is this is another thing where it's like the moment or or the outcome. Oh, the shock of Roman the not winning. The shock of Roman yeah. not winning. This is the swerve amongst all swerves, but I think. going along with that, though, so wouldn't you agree, though, that Brock is going to lose this title to someone on very Raw. very soon if not tonight or tomorrow but and here's my other thing too is um you know where do, what happens to roman now what does he do and then i don't know and then going back to the specific match again he's not gonna become bronze tag partner he's not gonna go after the ic title he I have needs no idea. he needs the he should universal, universal title. title he needs yeah. it um but going back to the specific match again um it's a shame that Look at this WrestleMania. We'll talk about this as let's just yeah. turn this into our thoughts overall on the show. Yep. This was a great WrestleMania. However, the WWE Championship and Universal Championship matches underwhelmed and did not deliver. If those two matches had delivered, it would have been the best. They would have been the best WrestleMania of all time. So it's a shame in my mind that those two matches underwhelmed to the point it, that they did. I think to kind of close it all out here, I think predictability ruined the third act of this WrestleMania. But, for better all the, or worse. but all the results went against that predictability. Exactly. That, that, that is a part of it as well. You have these expectations. You have the expectation of not, not Nakamura winning, because like, I, I, I thought Styles mm. was going to win too, but the, the predictability or the expectations of it being a dream match. Okay, so you're, oh, you're delivering. So you're saying the expectation for the match. Yeah, you're saying. expectations and predict, uh, predictability Kind of, kind of ruined the third I, I, act. I mean, but like, I don't think it was predictability. I think it was just, you know, I don't even think it was expectation either. Like, it wasn't that they didn't come close to a lofty expect. It wasn't that they just missed a lofty expectation. They didn't even. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's not that they didn't come close to a lofty expectation. They, they were just it just completely underwhelmed. It wasn't close to it and just Mm-mm. missed and wasn't bad because people had such high hopes for it. It was just not good. It was for both of the matches, uh. which is a shame. It was very. It wasn't even. Eh. I just thought they were both bad. Like, like, like we were. Like I remember. I told you before. Nile uh, Styles and Nakamura. I said I'm not going to look at my phone. Five minutes into the match, I was on Twitter looking at it, and and that that is on the fact that it wasn't a good match. And with Brock and Roman, I was so out of the match because of the the wash, rinse, repeat method of Brock. And you said Brock has had good matches with Styles and Joe and the triple threat with Cena and Rollins. He's capable he of inc- he's capable of incredible matches. It's we just saw when Brock's on autopilot, it's not good. He wasn't on auto I don't it wasn't autopilot. You know what I mean though, right? It was because of the emphasis on the suplex. Yes, that's what I mean. And that, that that's like the focus of it being more on Brock is a beast because of the suplexes and the F five, not because he's a freaking beast. Another thing, you know if a guy hits five finishers and the other guy hits three, like, you know, you can only do so much when you have eight finishers happen in the match. <laughs> exactly, in 15 minutes. But, again, going to the show overall, this was a great WrestleMania. It was. Don't let those two matches or the end of the show not being as good as the beginning or middle let you think otherwise. I it think was it's a top ten. All time? Yeah, I yes. agree with that, definitely. It was a very good to great WrestleMania. Just missed being at an all-time level. Great WrestleMania. I'm so happy it happened. And I'm really sad it's over because I got to wait another year until the next one. I know. We have to wait till Mania 35 in New York City. We're excited <laughs> to see <laughs> in New Jersey. East Rutherford, yeah, New Jersey. Exactly. But uh, Mania 35 at MetLife Stadium. But tomorrow or tonight, Monday Night Raw, followed by SmackDown Live in New Orleans. And we'll see what happens. Brock Lesnar stands tall at the end of WrestleMania. For Brad Clear, after the final whistle and the game, I'm Andrew Vandalis, and thank you all for listening. Goodbye and good night. Bye.
you can say it. It's all about you. Yeah, and if you can say it, it's all about you.